rock in the exact direction we want to. Can you hear me? Check, check. All right, I think we're good. <laughs> I got to just adjust uh, one little mofo thing here, too. Okay, boom, boom. Wap, wap. All right, see how this shit goes. What's going on, my brothers and sisters? Mr. Whoa, whoa. Aunties and uncles, monks, Kabbalists, wizards, mystics, sons and daughters of God. Welcome what to Mr. Woo Woo. I'm feeling very woo woo-ish today. Welcome everybody. We are all pleased and honored to welcome a very distinguished guest. Uh, my brother, Jordan Ramey, back here. A wizard in blooming himself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's going to be a goofy kind of program today because we're just going to pretty much talk movies and whatever shit we want to, you know, like whatever comes up. But yeah, I welcome Jordan Romero to the podcast. Thank you, brother, for coming here. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's my pleasure. Thank man. you, man. Thank returning you. guest, by the way. Returning, returning guest. Reigning, defending. This is the real deal, though. I'm like here. That's crazy. Yeah, it's different, man. Right? Crazy setup, man. This looks good. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I just ordered another uh, stand. This one got out of stock on Amazon, as every fucking that thing was, does I mean, lately. I said one of the first things I noticed when yeah, I, I walked uh, in was the stand. Dude. Of course, you know, I'm a stand guy. I got lots of these. I've been looking for like so many confident ones because these microphones are decently heavy and fuck man i've been like watching podcast videos like nobody and they never pan down to like show the company but i finally found a decent one here is it newer and this one yeah i just literally got from amazon no, i mean is the company one. newer uh kdd no they've been around for like oh, a long KDD. time but i had to do so many stupid little yeah, it's got performance little boom reviews on it. that's great dude. yeah it's a boom dude it actually is a, has a gooseneck you could actually use that for guitar and there's one that comes up a, up a, another like foot and a half, two feet yeah. for standing and singing. Yeah, I just bought one for my one of my lighting setups so that I could light overhead and shoot under it. Oh, cool. But it's like a big bastard, dude. Like it's got a huge weight on the end of it because it's going to yeah. have like a giant thing With the it. microphone in front. <laughs> oh, no, I'm picking you up. <laughs> oh, is it, am I not? Yeah, now nah, I'm getting you, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello. Because you, your face was straying from the, the large Hello. black bulbous object in front of your lips. <laughs> Yeah, this is the first for me. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is awesome, right? Yeah, this is cool yeah. seeing yeah. your element, man. This is it, man. I dig it. Yeah. Got the dolphin behind you. And... Got dolphins and <laughs> shit behind me. <laughs> Got metaphysical shit behind me. That's cool. Alex Gray. That's Alex Gray. Unicorns. Yeah, man. We got we got a little upgrade, actually, since the last time you came here. We got all of these new hanging banners. Uh, so, real stuff quick, on the side. Is he a painter? Yeah, Alex Gray is a So a that's a painter. painting or that's a that's like a, a that's photograph. That's a print of a of a painting. Oh, okay. And um we just bought his prints. That one's and, trippy, man. Yeah, just like the ones out in the office. Those those like poster looking ones, those are like prints from his his website, alexgray.com. You all should right. check it out. He's a visionary artist that is world famous now um because he brings like anatomically correct like if you were to like take a close up of the on um, the human stand out there, you'd be able to see like it's exactly anatomically correct with the veins, but he integrates the energy systems with like the perfect anatomy, so it looks like you're on DMT, <laughs> which he is sometimes. So is he and, in like the medical field too? Like how does he that have that that um I don't know, in I depth to, of a I don't know. He's been on Joe, he's been on Joe Rogan like three different times. But, oh, this like, dude's still alive. Yeah, he's still alive. Him oh, and his I wife. He was I gone. met him once. Okay, no kidding. Yeah, he oh, was at, he was like funding uh, something for his temple that he ended up building in uh, New York somewhere, like in the state of New York. Oh, he's a temple too. Yeah, he's a visionary artist, and um, 
he, he was like throwing a party in LA and signing prints and stuff like that. And he was, dude, that's, absolutely a magical that's fucking side. guy, you got man. To meet him? Yeah, I got, I got to shake his hand and he was, looked like he might just I poof, think it's apparate. Got, it's got like the Tron thing going on over like the natural, um, yeah. whatever, like the landscape behind it. I have a shirt it. that really, has really that cool. exact design. I almost wore it today. I've seen you in that shirt. Yeah, and it's, like, uh, so familiar. It's, it's basically a representation didn't wear of that the hologram. shirt today. No, I, I very closely came to it. I went with Mouse Rat instead. Yeah, what is Mouse Rat? Is that from a movie? All Hail uh, Parks and Recreation. Is that is what it is? My, is my favorite show of all time, yeah. Parks what is Mouse Rat on it? Uh, Chris it Pratt's character. Yeah. It's his band, right? Yeah, I, I knew enough about getting it for into that. This. It's so fucking funny, I will also watch it. I've tried a couple times and just didn't like di- deep dive Once you it. get past like the first season, because that's like the, you know, it's once you get past the first eight episodes... Um, it's a lot to get past. Yeah, like you see, like Chris Pratt. <laughs> like yeah, Chris season? Pratt's character blooms. You know, all the characters change a bit more, and like that's really common though them. in comedy. Yeah. Like Seinfeld, the first couple seasons are trash. Right, right, right. Jerry's dad's even years. like a different actor in it. If you oh, really watch it, they swapped him out. They swapped him out, and like Kramer's not Kramer. He's like it's like they're still figuring right. out who figuring he out is. who he is. But George right. is George for sure. Like <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's he's uh, such a genius. Larry David, basically. He's basically Larry David. He yeah. just tweaked it a little bit, right? I think so. Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a genius, man. He just did his thing with it. God, dude. But yeah, I watch it with Brett all the time, and he's right. We just right to the fourth season, you know? Is it worth it going down the labyrinthine trail <laughs> of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Because we just got HBO access. Thank you, Mommy and Daddy. Thank you for your account, you know. Piggybacking. Yeah, they don't even know. Uh, uh, <laughs> they don't know lots of stuff. God bless them, you know. And I told fine. her the other day, yeah, we're all using. She's like, yeah, because we have the new I thought Mac. She knew we that. have the new Mac. She told us. She told us, like, we have You guys HBO. should use it. I'm like, we've been using your account for years. <laughs> I just jumped on like a few months ago, dude, but it's like, oh, wow. Yeah, there's a lot on there. Wow, dude. I love it. Yeah, have you never watched Curb? I've seen every clip I've seen, I've like laughed hilariously, but I was just like, it's Is good. It? They brought it back recently, and I, I don't know if it was the hiatus and just me personally. I was just kind of like, all right, I think I've seen enough of this neurotic. It's kind of, yeah, it's, like, yeah, it, that's but no, like too, prior dude. to that, it yeah. was it's genius because it's all very loosely scripted, and they just kind of like just went for improv it. a lot in it. Yeah, yeah. It's the neuroses is why I stay away because there's, there's all these elements, like when I watch movies now, where I have to weigh the energetic effect it's going to have on me afterward as opposed to the brilliance of the storytelling or the the amazing performances or the amazing uh, dialogue that's written. Like, I always have to, like, look like, how is this going to, in some way, because <laughs> it's gone that far, like, to, I, like I, how is this going to affect my mind later or my yeah, vibes? Pro- probably not. You'll just laugh. I mean, it's like Seinfeld. It's the same vibe. It's just right. things that, like, have annoyed Larry I don't, David. I don't say Curb Your Enthusiasm, like, fits that bill. I think I could watch quite a few episodes and it just wouldn't matter. But yeah, like, if it's just too much it's, whining. It's funny. No, it's no. funny, dude. Oh, yeah. No, He's I've just miserable, like, all the time. <laughs> and what's great is I actually shot um side little quick little side story. I shot an event in LA and it was for it was for let me find the right word for this. Um like physically challenged actors and mm-hmm. their rights kind of thing. Yeah. So it was just random little like the I don't know if you watch Seinfeld religiously, but there was like a, a little person on it that was like on the show mm-hmm. pretty regularly with Kramer. He was like his partner and stuff like that. And like oh, okay. so there's all these people that you've seen in movies and shows over the years. But right just fighting for their rights kind of thing. And it was the Farley brothers were the main like uh, headliners at the show. But long story short, Larry David was there. So it was like a lot of the cast of Curb, which was weird. I don't know what it was for, but um, 
I tried. I got so many pictures of this dude, and like, did not get one of him smiling. Like he was no like, way. Literally, just sitting there with his <laughs> arms crossed. Like it looked like an episode of Curb. Like he was like you could tell he was miserable. Uh, just annoyed to be to there. Be there. The yeah. Time. yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. Oh, it was like a ton of comedians and stuff because it was the Farley brothers who were legends. You know, something God. about Mary, all that stuff. But oh. yeah, uh, I think you'd like it. Watch that. There's a ton. Okay. Of, there's HBO's the best. Dude, there's a ton of good a, shit. So amazing. There's so much shit that like I want to see on that thing. Like oldies, fucking love it, dude. Now I have like, what are what are your goat movies, man? Because I we we're raising a family and people don't know the Ramey family very well. Um, you're just getting to know us. Are like, we talking about like blockbusters? Or are we movies. talking about? I mean, there's so much, dude. Like because there's like Ramey goats, okay. and then there's like <laughs> right, right, right. Forrest Gump. No, and uh, Forrest Gump. Uh, no, there's Ramey cult classics, right? There's certain movies that Ramey is. You're talking okay. Monster Squad. Side note, I can't like hold on to this any longer. No, no, because okay. I okay, have please, a please. gem. For okay, you. great. I Let's bought you a DVD. It's because presents you time. Because you couldn't stream it anywhere because no one has ever heard of this movie but me and you have seen it many times okay i'm starting to get really excited i'll give you a couple guesses but it's possibly like the most obscure movie besides jekyll and hyde dang i was gonna guess jekyll and no because you already i think you already have that i already have zoro the gay blade very right it's in that ballpark of like no one's ever heard of this but it's actual movie that somehow got funded and made and for some reason we loved it but last starfighter no, that's like pretty. I feel like that was an '80s really? movie that people watched. Did they? Okay, 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 okay. This one, I give me when I hint. tell people about this movie, they're like, "What? Like that doesn't even sound like the plot of a movie." But it's prayer, uh, prayer of oh, the, the roller boys. boys. I thought it was like roller babies or some shit like that, dude. This no, is it's crazy. like drug dealers on rollerblades. I remember that shit <laughs> with dude. like AKs. Oh, dude, I remember this. The, what was Corey no, Ham was the star. And was oddly, the uh, one Patricia where they had like an alien, right? Like an alien orb that they were trying to save. And it's like, meep, 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 meep. Oh, like, yeah. Do you remember? Like, I literally, like, Prayer of the Roller Boys and then like Roller Babies. There was like Moon Babies or some, some fucking shit like that. Yeah. It was also a dystopian, futuristic movie where like an alien was involved. Fuck, dude, I love this. Thank you so yeah. much, Patricia Arquette. That's a that's a deep cut right there, man. Corey like no Hain. one's ever heard of that. I asked wow. like everybody, and they were like, "We no." And then like Patricia Arquette's in it. Oddly enough, imagine but. a dystopian future where like your local gangs not only had some mad perm game. Like, it's just set, isn't it just set in present time in like Venice? Is it, dude? I thought it was a in futuristic like the eight, film. No, in like the eighties, nineties. Okay, I'm like, crossing up the futuristic film, like the. the like that one? I mean, I haven't seen this in 20 years, but we, okay. for some reason, this is we watched day. this movie like a lot. There's some some epic hairdos. I don't, don't know and, why. But... And there's drug dealers, but they're, everyone's on rollerblades. Yeah, the lead so dude's imagine, got like, that like blonde Sharks perm. versus the Jets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got that like black mentor that they like rollerblade around in the pool and like beat the shit out of. <laughs> you don't remember this? Dude, this is so long ago, but I remember the movie. This isn't one of those ones that I just, I watched a lot by myself, is it? Or did we watch this This lightning-paced sci-fi thriller, Corey Haim of The Lost Boys and License to Drive is a young hero fighting to keep himself and his younger brother alive. Dude, I'm, I'm remembering this. I'm yeah, it's brothers more. too. It's like an older brother and a younger Shattered. brother and they're like trying to induct the, kid, the younger brother into the stuff and they sell like drugs out of like a... Shattered and bankrupt. America has been overwhelmed by the onslaught of violence, designer drugs, and inner city warfare. Is it telling the future? Like, was it? This is fucking prophetic, man. This is yeah, crazy. I'm gonna go get my rollerblades. Shine be cooler up. if everyone was on rollerblades. I know yeah. it'd be at least a little more hilarious. You own, you own a pair of rollerblades, don't you? I do. Sarah I, got some too. Our sister Sarah got some too. I'm like, damn. Maybe I, I need used to, to associate them with dorking it. Like they had like the really cool if era, and then like 
no one could touch yeah, that's, them. That's when I did it for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. You have this timing, man. My brother's like Ferris Bueller. Playing it's that, uh, Mojo's nuts. Playing that roller hockey on the street. Playing that roller hockey, and now I realize as a, as a you know former massage therapist and now um, craniosacral specialist, dude, like rollerblading is amazing for aligning your ankles, your knees, and your hips. If you have like low back problems and shit like that, mm. get some rollerblades and go out there and totter around for like, you know, 10 minutes and shuffle around, you know? And I we felt have like the, it would be like the opposite <clears throat> the way you're like, when you learn your shit, it's all like bent in, you know? Like Dude, that's why I didn't like, do it for so many years. I had the weakest fucking ankles, but for some reason in it's like adulthood, yeah, I'm just like boop, straight up and down. And uh, when you're done rollerblading for like 20 minutes, it feels like you're fucking salsa dancing. You know, like you're so, yeah, I haven't been walking on a pair like a panther. Easily like. So I, good. I mean, since I was like younger, way, way younger than, I think I only did that like up to like middle school. And then I tried right. to be cool, even cooler in skateboard. And I was terrible at that. I was like one of the things I was the worst at. You were at. good at skateboarding, dude. No, it was awful, man. Because you know why? You need like complete disregard for injuring yourself. That's true. And I never have had that my whole life. Like when all my right. friends were like, let's jump off this thing into the thing. I'm like, yeah, for sure. I'll like, well, yeah. I guess I couldn't record them. It's like, but. How many like, times yeah, have I'll you been you in a cast because of that kind of stuff? Never. No, exactly. I have a zero record. And cats would be like, yo, let's get that. I'll be like, I'll meet you down that. at the bottom and cheer you on. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure. I've oh, we got to go. Rush guy, you know, like I need to get have a rush, makes me feel alive. I mean, know? I've done little, I like jumped out of a plane, that was pretty crazy, right? Right, but stuff like that, that's only because I knew it was like perfectly safe. You can control the variables. I fell one time bad skating and like smashed my face and like right. just blood everywhere. I was like, uh, I just was like, I'm good after that, right? <laughs> those dudes are like, you know, snap their arm in half and are like on the board the next day. I'm yeah, like, I don't tape, love it that tape much. Them yeah. back in, man. No, I've never been that guy either. I don't know. I've never been a woohoo, woohoo guy. Are we pussies? Is that what that is? A woohoo guy. What? Is that <laughs> eating pussies? What? I said, are we pussies? Am I? Are we pussies? Yeah. No, I think you could. You could actually say that we're wise. I and like it, that better. I yeah. work on people all the time, all the time. That their knees are fucked, their back is fucked. You know, because they they were chasing adrenaline, or they were chasing endorphins. Yeah, they so they're fighting that, a bunch. Yeah, you get a rush out of it, but then there's the withdrawal aspect, and then you, you have to have bigger and bigger experiences to get that hit. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, it's, yeah, I work on people who are fucked it's up like because the, of the dead presidents from Point Break, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's pretty much. Keep it yeah. right on There's no the way. Movies. Just like, I'm going to tie my ass to a rocket ship and fucking El Macho <laughs> myself into a fucking volcano. You know, it's just like oh, too much. Drinks a fucking Mountain Dew while drinking, <laughs> drinking nitro glycerin. Oh my God. So here's my list, man, of all times. And it's not like all time earners or whatever. It's oh, just, you have your list? Oh, oh I, I should have wrote list. down some stuff. But if you can think of like some, my top 10. If you want to tell me yours, and then if yeah. it's in mine, I will also yeah. say that's definitely You'd be like, my nah, top not 10. top 10. Cause there's, I have like, this is like top 12. Cause there were some where you're just like, oh, I can't do it. <clears throat> Big Trouble in Little China. Definitely is my, my top 10. Number one. That's your number one movie of all time. Like just for like cinematic hokiness, it was Carpenter, I think. It was Carpenter, it was good. It was Carpenter, like so. I'm just saying, like it was, it was weird, which is right up my alley. I mean, Princess Bride obviously is the goat. You know, it's almost like saying Pink Floyd. But um, so we're leaving out movies that are like like Princess Bride is like kind of. I mean, Forrest Gump is not on my list. Forrest Gump is is objectively one of the greatest films. That's number one for me, for sure. Wow, just for multiple reasons. Okay. I mean, Tom Hanks' performance is like... Dude, that's the greatest thing he's ever done. I don't... Yeah, by far, man. 
And I mean, actually not by far because everything he does is amazing. It's just such an obscure idea for a movie too. Right. And like the era that it's in, the soundtrack is like probably the greatest soundtrack oh ever. Oh my God, dude. It's on a sold, movie. It's sold out for And it probably year. got me, made me the huge classic rock fan I am because Miss Bowen, uh -huh. my, my kindergarten, no wait, fifth grade teacher. Uh-huh. She God bless you, Miss Bowen. Yeah, she was the best. Dude. I wonder if she's Abby's that. friends know her. No kidding. Yeah. Oh, crazy. Um she just basically she bought the soundtrack on like I think on C D mm -hmm. and I would stay after class and just listen and was like, What is this music? You know, because I love the movie came out when I was in fifth grade. And it was just it was the music, it was Tom Hanks, it was like everything, just the sixties, wow. like it just couldn't have been like to me, that's like the perfect movie. It was the like the, cliche be answer, the best of the best. And I mean, it told the story really well, too. So it's like, it seemed like, well, like it was re yeah. relevant, like whatever they were playing seemed like it was relevant to the scene. Absolutely. All right. Tell me. So the, tell great. Me okay. So one. I got Big Trouble in Little China, Princess Bride. For sure. I don't know anybody that doesn't love the Princess Bride pretty much on earth. Uh, Goonies. Yeah, definitely. The Fifth Element, you know, it's like, one of, it's like in my top five. I can't help it, dude. It's just everything i love about movies i think the good way to do it is like what movie have you watched the most times like were you oh willing to rewatch? and i feel That's like we've it. watched the fifth element a lot a stupid amount of like times. like a lot i watched the harry potter films so many times that they would shock you man i've watched fifth element far more times than i've watched any well that's not true the first two harry potters i watched a lot but the fifth right. element i've seen i don't know i have a lot of times dude Yes. Yes. I think a quote like every second. And that's why people are always like, How do you know that quote from that movie? I'm like, I've seen it fifty times, like literally, you know. It's it's kind of delightful when someone knows the references though. Like if you're oh, like, yeah. But who cares? You know, and people are like, Oh shit, Chris yeah. Tucker. You're like the small ones you. though, like the she knows it's a multi pass. Like this, that, that kind of shit. You know, like if somebody else is like, Oh, yes. fifth element, you're like, You've seen that movie yes. a lot if you know that line. She it's a hat. Lilo like Cor Corbin Dallas. <laughs> you like it? You like it? Yeah, it's real handsome. I don't need it. <laughs> green. Or green. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I've, I've seen it at least 50, 60 times. Like, and again, just really different. Like original, oh apocalyptic, God. like including all the elements, the spirituality of it. Like there's... You know, Fashion design, the... The acting performance oh, the is stupid. Great, dude. The he's set like, design. It's like he's wearing like an orange wife beater, like just random, like his hair is bleached. Like it's just oh. like what little hair he had left. Yeah. He, he was just going for it. Like that was his piece. That was his man. last movie with hair, I think. Yeah. It might yeah. have been. Yeah. He was, uh, at, that's my favorite performance of his besides um, Ooh, Die Hard, that's, of course. That's tough. He's got a lot of good ones. Die Hard is my all-time favorite on that one. but Die Hard 3? One. One. The classic. It's my favorite. It's top. It's for me. It's like top five Christmas movies. Too. I'm with a vengeance guy, big time. New York City, Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, I think shit. the third one's the best. You one. like that one the best? Yeah. Irons. All the like Jeremy Irons, the Simon Says, all the riddles, the bombs. Like that okay. one. Was, I like that. And they're all over the city the whole time. I like that gritty New York, and I miss this vibe. You I know, mean, actually, New York's actually headed toward it pretty fast. But that gritty '80s, like late '80s fucking new yorker attitude mm -hmm. you know that he personified jim belushi you know for chicago yeah. but but like he just he just seemed like new york encapsulated in a new york cop new yeah. york cop is like that yeah. kind of cinematic uh performance as well as um <coughs> like ghostbusters like that how new york was portrayed at that time i fucking love that That's shit tight. speaking of new york moonstruck is on there number you've five. always been a much bigger fan of that movie than i was 
Yeah. I, I love that movie, but it's just, just, I, I haven't seen it as many times. So I love the romance. I love the Italianness of it. Yeah, Nick Cage is pretty awesome in that. Oh, my God, dude. Everybody everybody got They swept the Oscars. Johnny has his hand. <laughs> <laughs> and I bake bread, bread, bread. <laughs> and I sweat. <laughs> he Nick is an Cage. underrated like sleeper of a like. That dude has oh, done some big shit and that they like. It is a phenomenal actor. I had they had to cut scenes out of it because of him. That he was so phenomenal at acting that they were they were trying to really nudge everything towards Cher to getting Cher, best actress. Yeah. But Nick Cage was stealing so many scenes that they were just like, "Yeah, we'll just leave that on the floor." Oh, that sucks, dude. And he was like real young at the time. But did he ever win <clears throat> the little trophy? Did he ever win an Oscar? I th- yeah, dude. I oh, think he won for Leaving Las, Las Vegas. Vegas. That's right. So did she. He won. And that. Yeah, Elizabeth Shue. Elizabeth Shue. Bring it all the and way back to Adventures in Babysitter. Yeah, there we go. That's God another damn. fantastic 80s film. If you it's just everything movie. that you love about what the 80s was, it is personified like in that has that grittiness, the realness. Daryl yeah. from that shit was in the newest star. He's in the newest Star Trek. The guy that plays Thor in that shit is Vincent D'Onofrio. Oh, shit, it is Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> when he was oh, ripped and in shape, man. Wow. Before he played Mr. Big. or uh, Wow, he looks so um, different now. He looks really different, doesn't he? he That's a... Uh, um, Kingpin, Mr. Fit Fisk. What's yeah, his name? Carlton, uh, Carlton. Carlton Fisk. Carlton. <laughs> Is it it? Carlton Fisk. I Wilson Fisk. Wilson Fisk. Yeah, and he's he's a great actor, man. Oh, dude. He do you remember Thor. the Cell? Holy shit! Yeah, the one time I watched Jennifer, it. Yeah, just like I can't imagine you saw that too many times. Did you? I've seen that like five times. I just it would just be on TV, you know, and it oh, just gives, it gives nightmares movie, though. Dude. Oh, it's so twisted, dude. Him on the on the hooks and stuff like that. We yeah. don't even need to go into folks. No, no like no. about what all that's about. It's wrong about, podcast. Like, yeah, wrong podcast. <laughs> it's horror. <laughs> but the Lion King, the animated one, that's on my list. Good. That's good. Okay, that's your favorite Disney movie. Animated no, Zootop- movie? Zootopia is. Zootopia. Oh yeah. Really. Oh yeah. Of like, okay, well, classic Disney movies. Because it's it's Zootopia is not in the in the. It's actually considered. Realm. It's not even considered Pixar. It's considered uh, classic, like the classic really? version, like Rapunzel. Yeah. Okay. Like like that one. Well, what if like that original animation? Is it Lion King your favorite hand, one? Yeah, hand drawn. Oh, and on that note, oh, hold okay. on, got your first little gifty poo. Oh, look how we just slid right into that. Slid right into the metaphysical Ooh, my DMs. Sounds, my voice sounds good. I know. We sound like those two brothers. But <laughs> good show for you today. Oh, a good show. Dude, Abby and I were taking a walk down by the bay, as we are wont to do, because we live the life Did you of eat a dream. <laughs> yeah, we just may. Uh, but, <laughs> but we uh, <laughs> were walking up the thing, uh, you know, enjoying the nuptials. And uh, she just <laughs> enjoying the clean, clean air of the bay. And uh, uh, she said, said nuptials. The like, nuptials. Like, like, isn't that a marriage? Nuptials? It can be. It can oh, be. It right, can be. Right. mean, other things. And uh, enjoying the nugs. And then we like. She's just like, I think we should Betty walk Nugs. left, Betty. No, <laughs> thank you for quoting Encino, yeah. man. It's been ages. That might, I mean, that's in my like top twenty. I I love that movie. Watch well, that did we see, we didn't we go to see that lot, in the dude. movie theater? Like, yeah, didn't me and you. It's a side side track in from Michigan, that. I have a I have a question about a movie theater experience with that. I can't remember if it was like I dreamed it up or if it actually happened. Okay, because it's a shirt that I bought and i was gonna wear today but it was like uh, abnormally tight on me and i was like i can't wear this it's just so uh, uncomfortable just bulging out yeah it's my sorry, pecs. Folks. 
pecs and his That's arms. It. His arms <laughs> too nitroglycerin too. So I brought it. I'm gonna give it to you because I feel like you could okay. probably fit My skinny you. Ass, yeah, I mean, sure. it's just it's great, man. Yeah. It's great to be skinny. Yo, it's a blessing, dude. And I'm not blessed. You know, I'm. I still gotta burn off some some extra myself. Oh, oh please, yo. we gotta turn this thing into a Ferrari. You look great, man. Dude, thank you. you. I have not worked out in like three months. No, you've just been working nonstop. Dude, huh? just working nonstop, man. It's like, gotta get out of that city, dude. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's too much. <clears throat> Does it feel just like pressure in there? Yeah, all the time, man. And you're pretty close to moving to the beach, right? Yeah. The beach ish neighborhoods of Los moving Angeles. Moving out west, yeah. Okay. Moving out west. But uh, it's just been a lot, dude. I mean, I'm taking on all the. All the work, but it's just the bartending on top of it. Marriott's been pretty rough lately, but mm. know, we need to talk about all that. But Not I did a sponsor. Start, I did start running yesterday, <laughs> and I ran today. Oh, nice. So I already feel a lot better. I've not been that. starting to trot jog, you know, trying to get the cardio, <clears throat> cardio back into play. I did, and then I went and walked around Hollywood <clears throat> Boulevard, shot a new film camera that I bought. Oh, it's been sitting on my desk yeah. for like two months. Just looking at you. Just staring at it every night, like, man, yeah. I wish I had time to go do what I actually wanted to do. So, yeah, I just... When I walked up and down Hollywood Boulevard and burned through a roll in like 30 minutes, so I was just popped. It's actual physical film, like a roll. Oh yeah, T Max, black oh. and white. Oh wow, street photography is good. That's cool, man. Got I like that. Shit. Early roots. I mean, New York is definitely the best place for that. Oh. I watched this great. I'll send it to you because oh, I know God. you're like a watcher of everything. I watched this great. Um, it's not a podcast. It's a YouTube channel. Okay. It's this dude, Polly B, is a photographer in New York, but he does something called genius name he does it called walkie talkie mm -hmm. and he just walks with a new york street photographer and like records while they while they do their thing and shoot and then they talk about photography and talk about like how they got started and what gear they use and like oh that's cool what man. their favorite streets are to shoot on and it's just like that new york thing is there's nothing like that because no. everyone's walking everywhere and here everyone's in their cars you know so yeah, it's harder weird. to do street photography like anywhere else is it hard, do you think, for as a New York photographer because of the saturation? All photographers, who, like, who doesn't want to move to either Paris or New York? But it's just like, who's capturing the original angles? Yeah. Or is it people are still just finding it? Well, these dudes are all, there's a caveat, like, these dudes are all film photographers. Oh, okay. Then. So there's a smaller community of them. It's harder to do, obviously. Oh, so they're going, going on sets. <laughs> no, they're, they shoot film. I know every time I say this to people, they're always like, "Oh, you do movies?" <laughs> but oh no, I'm film sorry. like 35 millimeter film oh, photography, like actual like black like and white all photography. The everything like you go into a dark room too. Yeah, well, there's color film too. Oh, okay, like that wedding thing I th sent you. That was all. That That's was all what shot I'm saying. Film, is with with those kind of like traditional forms of photography, um, is it because it's New York and there's been already so many generations and there's been yeah. like it's like, just always been the mecca who's for finding the new street shot. photography. You know, everybody, because every day it's, it's like a new, new, new tapestry. Yeah. New combination of people are like, I can walk this street, this one street all day. And it's just different, crazy cast of New Yorkers walking down it or a different situation happening. You know, it's just about people being on the street to like yeah. actually shoot street photography, which is a new genre that I'm like branching out into street photography. Yeah, man. Okay. Just walking it's the streets. If for just me, capturing the, for just me, capturing no, the like. There's, it's been around a long time, dude. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. There's a history there. I'm starting to like look into all the old, like, you know, how we do, like do our research and stuff. And there's like yeah, uh, yeah. Brisson. There's all these dudes that have been doing it for a long time. Um, do you know who Vivian Meyer is? Have you ever heard of that? I have not. So it's a pretty awesome story. That's, she was a street photographer that like never developed any of her film. Oh. And they found. That's cool. 
when she, I think, I think when she died or something, they found a shoebox full of rolls of thirty-five millimeter mm-hmm. film, and they developed it, and it's like fire, like it's so good. Okay. And she just loved to shoot. She didn't really care like what the photo looked like. Or so she or like never accolades. saw any of her work. Yeah. But That's she's amazing. considered like one of the best street photographers of all time. And there's such a, a legendary move though. Like oh, that'd be yeah. like like I am not a legend like that. I need to see my <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tweaky. Well, when you shoot digital, you see it immediately, right? On the back. Yeah, immediately. You see it immediately. Oh, okay, that shot sucks. Delete it. You know, right. like with film, it's like you snap and you're like, damn, I hope I got that. What elements of the traditional photography that you develop personally as opposed to digitally, what is what is the difference? in the is it maybe more essence comes out why do i love film so much more than digital oh i'm just saying as a photographer yeah i've always wanted to know like if you're looking at a digital photo Uh versus a traditionally traditionally shot and developed photo like what are the essence differences what's what's the all the the difference in the world like is it like feel grain yeah what is everything about it the picture is it like what like you're looking at two photos, would you be able to tell easily like which one was digital, which one was traditional? Most likely. I mean, it's hard because usually when you're looking at a photo, it's in digital form regardless. Because oh. you take these negatives and you scan them. Okay. And then it turns into a digital copy of that negative. So if you're oh, seeing anything online. They don't develop like in the solution. No, I mean like I sent you that gallery, right? Of that, all the, those couple rolls that I shot at that wedding. And right. that was all. That was all film, but you saw it okay. in a digital format because they scanned all it. Right. Okay. Okay. Which is kind of cool because then I can edit <clears throat> it a little bit. You That's know? cool. You can definitely cool. can. But I don't really do too much to it because <coughs> that's what I do. Like people see, you can't like they say it in the community. Like you can try all day with Lightroom, you can get pretty close in the editing program, but like you're just not going to be able to get the same look that film gets. And I think I said it in our family thread, but it's I think I, what I think it is my theory is that it's an actual image that was imprinted on an actual negative right from actual light like when you take a picture yeah. with your phone Capturing or a the camera photons. it's what a computer thinks it's seeing right it's making it's creating a digital image of what that it is sees a great so it's way like to ai basically those. we've always like all our pictures since everything went digital have technically been like an ai image right but with film it's taking real light and a real subject and putting it on this negative and then pressing them yeah, physically almost like, onto yeah, that template. Like, exactly, dude. So maybe that's why I like it too. It's just realer, you know. And it's what we way. grew up with. Like <clears throat> it's nostalgic for us, like nineties, eighties, seventy, anything before the late nineties, because we see these photos and we're like, damn, that looks like photos from when we grew up, you know? Yeah. So I think that's why I'm so drawn to it, but it's also just the not being able to know. Like you take the photo and you're like, fuck, I hope that's good. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, dude. I did not know. And then when you get it back, it's kind of cool. Yeah, when you get it back and it is good, yeah, it's like nothing else, dude. Like the feeling of it, because you're doing it. It really takes like you have to know what you're doing, right? Because with my digital camera, like I can see what the photo is going to look like before I take it now. Like the mirrorless cameras, right? It's crazy. Dude. I know it's like the one I want to buy, dude. Yeah, like I'm still just like on the there, fence about dude. It. It's crazy. Like, and I They're, appreciate and mirrorless, those. Literally, yeah. At like 590 bucks. Or yeah, and technically, like a DSLR before mirrorless, like used to be, you saw like an actual. Your eye was seeing something. It was looking down a mirror and uh-huh. out the lens. So okay. you're actually seeing like I'd be seeing you through a mirror. Right now, it's completely. You're just seeing a digital. What this camera thinks it looks wow. like. Huh. But it's incredibly advantageous when you're shooting like weddings, things like that. Like, okay. But shooting film will make you a far superior digital photographer because it slows you down 
Okay. It makes you think. It makes you take purposeful photos. You only got 36 shots, so that shit runs out. That's amazing. So you got to change that roll. But with my digital camera, <clears throat> I can take like 5,000 shots on Of course. Yeah, I can everywhere I'm looking. Like, yeah, like, I can, <laughs> machine I can give you my images. camera, and you could probably assist me at a wedding. Oh, like, probably. Yeah. Yeah, just so point. Like, yeah, here's even, exactly even out the plane. Like. And Here, turn this little shoot. knob. It'll make it brighter. <clears> like, oh, but yeah, man. with film, you really have to like, you know, take a light meter, see, you know. Account sure for a lot of shit in street photography on with film is even crazier because you're like moving so much, right? All of a sudden, Images there's like different light over here, and I have to like change something really quickly and hope that I fuck that up, or is that good, like, right? You know, right. and I'm about to start developing my own film right now. I drop off at a lab, not knowing it would probably be like it's probably a really romantic way of looking at it, you it's know, good. like photography, oh, and it's it, like hottest, like really it keeps like, me up at night, bro. <clears throat> I'll be up till 4 a.m. just watching videos on on film photography and developing and scanning and all that shit. So that's when I know like photography was always something I loved, but this is like what I meant to do. It's my passion. I'm like film photography specifically. So I'm like eerie to start like making money at that. Right. Cause I'm like, you're still in the art mode and learning mode. Yeah. And... Like even like shooting digitally has kind of become like not quite, I hate to overstep, but it's almost like bartending to me. Like it's just work. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's still some artistry going on, but like it's just so much easier to shoot digitally that I just don't feel right. the same rush of like discovery. Oh or... man, when I get that email and it says like your photos are ready and they send me the scans, bro, like for that first wedding that I shot that film at, like yeah. I thought I was gonna throw up. I was so nervous, dude. And when I, really? when I opened them and they were all bangers, like super Killing. dope. They were dope. Like sick, man. Yeah, man. I, and like the bride was like over the moon, you know, but. I was like on cloud nine for like a day. Hello <laughs> listeners. I know I've talked about it kind of egregiously in the last episode about this man's talents, but if you are looking for a wedding photographer, some, are you looking for headshots? Yeah. Portraits. No, man. I've been portraits. Doing a lot of that. <clears throat> My brother's artistic eyeball is beyond mad. eye moody's film. Will film specifically. It. Get your film shots. Come get your film shots. Well, yeah. Thank you, man. I pre Matt I Moody. That's yeah, tight. just keep that eyeball <laughs> right on the fucking prize. Boom. Well, I did a portrait session recently. <clears throat> and at the end of it, I shot a roll of 35 millimeter. And like the dude was like, these are dope. Like the ones right. that like, all oh, the rest of these are so good. I can use them for a time. She's like, but these are sick, yeah. you know, because they just look different. Right. And if you're an actor and you have this like 50 year old casting you agent. You just stand out. And all of a sudden, a dope film shot comes through that's mm -hmm. going to stand out, you know? So it's kind of the direction I'm headed with, like, that's also good. movies, man. All these movies we I love so much there, man. were oh. shot on film, not digital. Not digital, exactly. And that's why they had the look. And well, now, that's why they have photographers. Like, they have, like, like head of photography on a set is to make sure that that shot looks fucking pimp when the director lines it up, right? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the deep, the director of photography. Director is, of photography, yeah. Right. Isn't and that, like, what we, What would be their job? I know, like, you... Their job is to shoot the movie. They're the, they're the camera <clears throat> operator. They're, they're the, the camera operator. Okay, they're, they're the one that coordinates so crazy. all they the cameras. And that's just so crazy. They have an, an, a, an assistant that... Mm -hmm does the focusing while they're shooting okay. and they're operating the kids it takes two people usually and the director's just kind of going over there yeah <laughs> <laughs> shoot that i mean they're there. like directing the actors and getting the performance out of them and, but typically <clears throat> right, the right. director will say i want a 35 millimeter here right they do like pick the shots and then the dp will chime in like this would look better on a longer lens from further away from to, like, further compress away everything yes kind of things make yes. them look closer okay but the dp actually 
shoots it. I said director of photography for mm-hmm. those of you who aren't, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> who are as slow as me. Yeah, if you Google it, <clears throat> I don't know if the cameraman's going to come You don't want to, yeah, yeah. If, you, if you, yeah, Google that right now, guys, and see what happens. So um, <laughs> I was like, just have to restrain myself. Right, I was like a billion things that went through my head. I was you like, could say I'm all on this program. Nah, nah, two dicks, <laughs> <laughs> one vegetable. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, man, that's where I'm at. Puppy with See, I, I, I perk up when I talk about film, man. That shit's just like I know. There's a whole big <clears> community for magic, it now, bro. It's coming why back. Why is movies so magical, man? I have my own because they make you. Game. They let you escape you from this crazy shit, man. It's escape. A hundred for me, it is. Okay. It's always been. I mean, before I drank, it was movies, mm-hmm. bro. I would just watch hours of TV and movies yep. because I mean, it just was like you'd just be in that shit, man. You'd be in that world until they rolled credits. I, dude, for me, it was about modern day storytelling, like the most ancient form of communication that we all have from an archaeological perspective is like the. The, the wisdom of the elder telling stories right. and passing on information that way. Right. And in movies, you can literally be inside someone's head and film that photographically, not to mention a source of inspiration uh, to be more than what you already are, to notice archetypes of people with qualities. You're like, oh, I should definitely work on that on myself. I need to be more courageous or I need to be more, oh, yeah. more giving and, and more forgiving. <clears throat> you see those archetypes all the time there. Or you watch and, like Creed and you're like, I got to get to the gym. I need to get to the gym. <laughs> yeah. that guy, go, I could go. cut melons yeah. on that guy's fucking triceps. Yeah, it's I'm not like, cool, I need, to, I need to go on a run right now. Yee, those but in a, good, in a good way, man. I will say that movie, literally, I think I've like gone back to the gym because I saw something like that. Yeah. And was like, damn. It's inspirational. Yeah. It's storytelling. And, um, and if you're looking for a... You know, as we know, this is a metaphysical program. So we're talking about the law of attraction and the visual mm-hmm. use of mm-hmm. your imagination. Um, that it gives you an exercise. It gives you memory and it gives you an imprint of, of images and ways and means of being able to use that imagination and stimulate your imagination more, I don't know about cutely, but like in a more focused manner. Mm-hmm. Where you're like, I can now see... If you're like, what would heaven look like? And then Robin Williams is walking through what dreams may come. Dude. Like cutting out, you know, a say, yeah, that gives me some hard archetypes. I have a list of films here that. When I met all... my girl and she was like, my name's Annie, I was like, oh. Everything's a movie. Right. Like, everything's a movie reference. Your life, actually, one of the sutras of a path to enlightenment is realizing that this is a moving picture show. To be, to be enlightened, you must look upon it so. Shiva said that. That's tight. 10,000 years ago. Maybe fourteen thousand years ago. Um, <laughs> there's also enlightening movies. There's a bunch like if like if I was trying to be in like what I call the magical mood or trying to be better at the the different types of crafts that the I know. The magical mood. The magical I, mood is. I like that. I, you, you just need to watch everything everywhere all at once. That's a that, new idea. Yeah. Get you, I knew you would absolutely get you, love it's that. It's beautiful. That's so Matrix Energetics. It's I knew mom would hate it. Ridiculous. <laughs> I knew she would yeah, hate she's it. She's like, "What the hell is going what on? What the hell is yeah. this shit?" <laughs> What is she doing with that googly eye? Uh, Who is that guy? Uh, yeah. uh, Waking Life, if you remember that one, that was the animated uh, one. That's all about like dream, like the dream world and shit like that. It's phenomenal. They shot it in, in real film first, and Waking then they Life? they yeah Waking Life, and it had like Ethan Hawke in it. It had a bunch of actors that were in it having like these discourses about oh, consciousness. Really? Oh, dude, Ethan you would Hawk. fucking love this movie, right? I don't think I've seen that. There's another movie called What the Bleep Do We Know Anyway? By the way, Wizards, I hope you are writing this down because these are the movies that will give you keys to the kingdom. 
What the bleep? What the fuck do we know anyway? Or what the bleep do we know anyway? It's a documentary about consciousness, and it has like Ram Dass and a bunch of other like yogis and enlightened oh, cool. people talking about the biochemistry, even the science behind consciousness and psychic phenomena. The movie Limitless, Bradley Cooper. Love that movie. That'll get you into into altered states of consciousness. That will you know take you take you in that one. The Matrix, obviously. The Matrix, especially the first one. Uh, Harry Potter. I used to watch those like basically. Back I was wondering to back when to that was going to come up. I'm like, oh, this is the enlightened. These are the enlightened ones. Without hitting the first three, especially, uh, but without get, question, I used to only have DVDs of Harry Potter and Dave Chappelle's uh, for what it's worth, and I would watch those repetitiously mm-hmm. on on a cycle for like years. <clears> I didn't have cable or anything. I like did that. the same thing with the, the <clears> first <throat> two. I remember just going through like a nasty breakup, and like something about those movies were like yeah. so comforting right and i think that's why i'm not as familiar with the later movies because as they mm-hmm. got darker i was just like well this isn't the vibe i want like from this like i like the first two right they had the right amount the innocence of childhood a little bit of darkness like at the end like a little yeah. peppered with darkness you know but harry potter is the christ child that's i'm reading I'm the seven i'm on the last book right now man i just started it Ooh, yeah Deathly i was like you're not so a fan good. bro you haven't read the books and i was like oh. which is odd because i read a lot but they're so good they're just so well written and they are man Dad's the one that turned me on to him. Yeah, they're really well. It makes sense. So Harry Potter's on my regular all-time list. The first three movies I put as a bundle, uh, but Empire Strikes Back is one. The second movie of no the kidding. Jedi trilogy. I didn't know that big of a Star Wars. Fan. <clears throat> it isn't so much that. Even when you went, if you were to ever go to Matrix Energetics, which I have, I have an alert to everyone watching the 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 Bartlett. <laughs> I know. The every Bart- episode. <clears throat> he no, oh, he's going to do it. He's talking. To, he like they said during his last seminar. He said five different times. <laughs> the Bartlett is lit. The Bartlett has like Doctor B, Doctor Strange, his fucking oh, self man. is thinking about doing a live in person seminar. Don't quit your job over it, but do do whatever you fucking can. That's you right. So we do what you got to do. Oh man, that's great! I'm very excited for you, dude. Because he's, he's you might be teaching it again in Seattle. I'd recommend everyone listening to this podcast. Oh, and in if Seattle, he offers Seattle's it nice. to do it. It's so nice. It's a great conference. I've heard. I never Whatever. Oh man, it's <laughs> fucking insane. But during the the third level of Matrix Energetics, which he calls just magic, he just teaches you like the quantum physics of of magic itself. He uses the video, probably illegally. Of Yoda, <laughs> basically lifting you know the starship, the star cruiser of Luke's out of the swamp and putting it there and teaching him lessons about physics. And the Force is just a metaphor for God, especially the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So, like watching that and getting into those moods and those states of consciousness can lend to weird miracle consciousnesses. So Empire Strikes Back is dope, tight, and Doctor Strange, uh, especially like the the, the Marvel, Marvel film, the first one, Doctor Strange, yeah, because. Yeah. Especially his multi-dimensional travel through yeah. the multiverse. <laughs> That's what happened to your boy. Like, except I didn't have a bald chick punching me in the in the yeah she's out of my body character. Yeah, it was a she's, little. It bit. worked though. It but worked. after she tapped his third eye and he like went through the multiverse, it's like uh, it's exactly what it looked like for me. Except there was no Dormammu. There was no cosmic evil. Mm-hmm. It was just heavenly realms. Oh, it's awesome. Which is very awesome. I was, yeah, realize that God is effing real you're like oh hey sorry about all that shit i said (laughs) (laughs) sorry for being a douche (laughs) he's like it's cool oh basically like it was it was just like oh they're so stupid you know like (laughs) the angels are just like oh they're just they're so damaged so um oh yeah back to movies real quick Mm -hmm. uh side lateral move um 
I wanted to get you. Me and Abby took a left from the beach when we were there. She's like, let's go sit at this table. We go there and this book, and we were just talking about gratitude. And then this book was left there by some little girl. And I wanted you to, <laughs> as a keepsake, <laughs> and it was uh, be thankful. We were talking literally about gratitude. And I was talking about how excited I was oh, that you'd cool. be on the, the podcast. Sleeping Beauty. Yes. I was like, is this like a princess book? No, no. Like, it's the it's ultimate Aurora. princess, Princess yeah, Aurora. Or Briar Rose. As like Briar. Her, yeah. Don't touch anything, anything, anything. So, best uh, Disney movie. Best Disney. Yeah, my brother wore that tape out, man. I did, man. Aurora was the best, man. And good King Stefan did not butcher a <laughs> Maleficent's wings off in that particular thing. Oh, this doesn't get into like the nitty gritty. I'll just go no, see the dance. It's just the talking Paris. about yeah. It just talks about the the gratitude. That's tight. Well, thank you for thinking. You know, if you ever man. have a little girl or something like that, like that's the fucking ultimate thing. Yeah, I love that shit. Um, the Incredibles one is on my list. Field of Dreams is on my list. No kidding. Oh, yeah, dude, watch it. I got all choked up and shit. Though I got to also say the other co-best movie, baseball movie of all time, A League of Their Own. Definitely. I watched that from beginning to end. Where was I? I was in Vegas for a photography thing, convention, and it started at like 11 o'clock. I was so tired, and it was like, you know when you're a kid and you watch movies on TV and you just something new was coming on you wouldn't know what it was mm-hmm. and you just had to wait to see what it was like there's no TiVo or whatever right. it was kind of like that I'm like oh, what movie is this it was like Paramount the whole like introduction and all of a sudden it was like Rick Vaughn's coming to you know I think it had commercials too and I think I watched the entire thing dude to the end oh god I love that fucking movie Gina Davis shout out to her Oh, you're talking Major League? Major League, Major yeah. League. Oh, what yeah. are you talking about, League of Their Own? Yeah, League of Their Own. Oh, but oh, I thought you meant Major League. No, I meant League oh, of Their Own. Oh, I'm way off. <laughs> I love the comedy Major League. Don't get me wrong. I saw it in the theater. I thought it was like the funniest thing ever at the time I saw it. But um, I'm talking Penny Marshall's masterpiece. Oh, yeah, of course. Tom Hanks again. That's Yeah, when I watched that, I was just like, God damn, this fucking guy might be the greatest actor of all time. I know, and it's strange because it's female baseball players, but yeah. it might be the best baseball movie. It, I think it will. She she won a genius award for having made it. Like it's what like, is that? Apparently, there's an organization <laughs> that hands out genius awards for being the best at what the fuck you do. And they said, that Gina Day, what the thing. hell else did she do besides Thelma and Louise and the League of the Yeah. Man? Um, I she that did that one like, where she had amnesia mm, and she was dipped it. out of the game. <laughs> yeah, a genius. No, not her. Penny Marshall got it. Oh wow. Penny Marshall, the director of the film, the, the creator of of the film itself, she got a genius award for her, right, her yeah, shooting of it because I think it like Forrest Gump and her like Zemeckis has the same kind of cinematic, the uh, cinematic kind of style, but it could be just because it was well, like, not to be chauvinistic, or but that movie's not the movie it is without Tom Hanks. No, neither are. <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. not Tom Hanks happening is, without him. No, yeah. no, no one, no one could do that performance. I don't think. Um, that's a good timepiece too. Good story. Like I don't know. That did that really happen? That like that they created a women's baseball league? A women's baseball league? Yeah. Yeah. That, when did, actually away, that did actually happen. Okay. And actually, I thought like they should bring that shit back. <laughs> like women's baseball leagues. If they're trying to get the WNBA back up and they what can't mean, get like the softball? attendance. <laughs> no. Though softball would should be promoted too, but I was just like, no, like women's baseball, like yeah. hardcore. During wow. the skirt, baby. 
That's why there's the movies. Movie. I know that's where he gets a dream. <laughs> <laughs> the van. If, if all the if all the men leave the country again, then, that, yeah, yeah, that's what exactly. Which literally never happened, but it did. <laughs> then we could do that. Did once. Uh, Willow. Yeah, for sure. Willow in there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you didn't watch the. You didn't like the the, the remake con or whatever the TV I, show. I got through the first episode and then I was just like, nah, man, I'm throwing up I my pushed, mouth too much. I pushed through. Did you? I think you would like it if you pushed through. There's a lot of like a lot of wizardry battling going on. I know a lot of wands, a lot of a lot of. I know, dude. I just when I saw those things. like four those four demons, I was just like when they. Showed up was like, nah. yeah, that was all right. I I'm mean, not, the acting's kind of whatever, but like the story, the, plot, the story, the acting was was just awful. It was just so. I, bad. I finished it. I watched it all the way through. It was, and there was, was point. There was points of like, okay, this is kind of tight, and then all of a sudden you'd be like, damn, this shit is hokey. Just the protagonist. I, I just couldn't connect with. Like, were you instantly connect with Al Kilmer's character, or you Her, instantly connect with? Yes, his daughter. Yeah, yeah and his son. Just so like one of the worst actresses I've ever seen, man. And definitely, <laughs> her love interest was just as terrible, dude. Like, what do you like, always say? It was like a dumpster fire. It was a dumpster like... fire. But if you get, if it was like, it was like milk toast, oh, Melba man. toast with no seasoning, like yeah. no nobody poo poos on that, the movies. Like no you one, do. dude. So, so Sarah says, "Oh, Josh poo pooed all over it, dude. <laughs> dude." I held it in oh, for two days. She goes, "I loved it." Like Josh poo pooed all over that. Me and Sarah now have diametrically opposite artistic, um, like except for Harry Potter. That's pretty universal. That's I mean that's universal, but it's it's. She loves Star Wars. You just said Star uh, Wars is. It's gone on a lot of journeys. People don't want to talk to me about Star Wars because I loved Return of the Jedi more than any of them. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah, why? Because people are like, people are like, back like people. that movie. Yeah, everyone's like the Jedi is by far the worst one. I'm like, dude, Luke comes back as a badass Jedi, right? That's when you see right. all of the force, yeah. like at, like the actual Jedi. Before that, yeah. it's like an old man fighting an old man in a black uh, yeah, cape. Yeah. yeah, basically. Like you don't see anything badass until the third one when he comes back right. with like the fake hand, all black. Like, he's actually, he's they legit. They made Mark Hamill look badass. That's hard to do. No, the man, whole job of the hut thing. Like everyone hates on because of the, the what are the little things? The, the woogies, the wogger, the fucking. The woogies. <laughs> <laughs> Woogie, woogies. Uh, I think they're called Ewoks. Ewoks, the little Ewok, like, and people shat. That's why people hate that film. It's the Ewoks. They hate the Ewoks. I argue if there were no Ewoks, that like people might consider that one of the best, if not the best one, because right. He comes back. He fucking fights his dad, kicks his ass. I would have mind him being so OP that you didn't need Ewoks like him just doing somersaults and fucking chopping dicks. Like would have been it, dude. It would have been interesting. <laughs> <laughs> just zing 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 like well, the shit that they had in, what's um, the first a new hope or whatever with uh no what's uh with you and mcgregor and oh shit dude. that first the one very, where they're just like they like the choreography which is i'm like here we go this is tight like this uh, the is the very sick first Jedi. movie the clone wars is it the clone wars the first where one he is like the mcgregor suit with, like no beard he's like st- he's the first like, one where he's still the like young one. kid yeah yeah with darth maul yeah that's the very first one that shit was tight as was the um was the coordinator was all of the martial yeah, arts coordination. Life, right? and he was so good. They were like, how about we just slap a coat of makeup on you and you just be Darth Maul. And I'm like, well, like, how do you explain right. that? Like everyone's not near as sick, like in the future, yeah. <laughs> like these dudes, where's all those, like that choreography, you know, but I get it. Yeah. And you just couldn't, couldn't like, do that back then, but force power. Yeah. Now we could float through space. I loved it. That's what I was thinking, <laughs> like, dude, I think a Jedi is like, I want to see him getting down like that, dude. You know? Yeah. That martial arts was, it was so tight. Fucking so good, dude. 
I don't have any of the Star Wars movies per se, but that that is on like one of my top like first sci-fi. My what's your all-time sci-fi f- movie? Do you have one? Probably the Fifth Element. Fifth Element. Is that considered? I mean, that's considered. That's sci-fi in my top. That's my third one. My second one is um, Guardians of the Galaxy One. And my yeah, my it, top yeah. one is Passenger. So Chris Pratt is like cleaning up in this bitch. Like I don't think I've seen Passenger. Pa- oh my god! And it was so powerful emotionally. I've only seen it once. Like I saw that shit, turned off the TV, and was like, "That's the best sci-fi movie I've ever seen in my life." He's oh, no, trapped in space with Jennifer. What's her name? The the Mockingjay. <laughs> <laughs> to kill the Mockingjay. She is the Mockingjay. Uh, <laughs> was that Donald Sutherland? No, no, dude, that's that crazy ass like Annie, whatever it is. Uh, the redheaded woman. I don't know why right now when I thought of Donald Sutherland, uh, I immediately thought of. Oh, if you thought of Donald Sutherland, then he's like. What movie did I think of right now? <laughs> I have no idea. I wonder if you'll pull it out. Uh, one of the best. Kurt, one of the best Kurt Russell movies. My best Kurt Russell movies. Has him. Oh my god, dude! Is it a sci-fi? Donnie Sutherland. Donald Sutherland. Robert De Niro. Oh my god, dude! What a cast. My brain's drawing a blank. Give me one more. He's like, you burned her. You burned her, didn't you, Ronald? He's like, yes, I did. I did. I burned her. <laughs> oh and what would you do to the world, Ronald? What would you do if you could do it to the entire world? <laughs> I'd burn it all. I'd burn it all. I know the line, but I have no idea what the fuck Backdraft, brother. Back, oh, my God, bro. I fucking can't believe it. One of the bald ones that, like, probably the best thing Baldwin's the only did. one I remember that. I forgot Kurt Russell was in that motherfucker. Dude, nah, he's, like, the best thing in it. I know he's the best thing in it, but I can't. It just draw a movie blank which really happens that movie's fire literally i saw that shit in the theater i walked out of there different man that movie was so dope dude it was like that and arachnophobia came out the same year dude they're just twisted nipples arachnophobia. Like, remember i saw that the same day that i bit my bit your side and my tooth fall out flew i off. didn't know that was, that was the, the same, same day. day i have that have that memory yeah, you, you did the chucky attack dude yeah, i ran up and i bit the shit out of you my yeah. tooth came flying out yeah yeah, and, uh, and then I watched arachnophobia for the first time. And then he watched, right? And then he was like, "Oh, ice cream. see that biting technique." And uh, what's your uh, Christmas goat? Would you say National Lampoon? Without question. Oh, I'm a I'm an elf guy. Elf yeah. over more Clark posi- Griswold. Now it's more positive. Like I watch that shit, and I watch Clark, and I'm just like watching a, a shit storm of fucking chaos happening, and oh, I'm just like, dude. I don't want that in my life, man. It's hysterical. Yeah, hysterical. I'm not a big elf guy, but elf is like. It's just become a classic. People are like, what? Abby, Abby converted me on that one. I don't know. It's like a little over the top for me. But everyone loves it, man. Yeah. I'm hoping for the studio. Eventually. I like the darker shit. I like Bad Santa, man. That's like in my top Christmas movies. Bad Santa's really I good. I love Bad Santa. I think that's I like Gremlins a genius concept. And Die Hard. Gremlins, <clears> Die Hard. <throat> I don't know. Like, is it considered a Christmas movie? Because Christmas, Christmas has to be like the, the subject. That's what I'm saying. Like, people always say Die Hard and shit. I'm like, it just happened to be Christmas. The right. movie has literally nothing to do with Christmas. Nothing to do with Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I don't really tend okay, to consider. I don't really consider those. That's like, a fair Christmas critique, man. Personally, that's a fair critique. I'm gonna take like a station break and identification. Uh, thank you for joining the Mister Woo podcast. Um, basically, you need to go take a piss. So. Oh, all right. Anyway, uh, thank you very much for joining us for this. I'm gonna hit play again in just a little bit, but um, we're gonna take a leak first. All right. All right so ahead. thank you very much. Take a piss. Love you guys.